Hello, my buds, my pals, my friends, new friends, old friends, acquaintances. Oh, my goodness, all the incredible frontline workers who are working extremely hard right now here in Ontario and the world and in Canada, everywhere. Uh, I thank you for everything that you do. It is very much appreciated, and I know things are hard right now. Uh, but you are seen, so thank you so much for that. Also, the lady who runs Pet Mama down the street um, from me, who I get all my pet supplies. If you need a great uh, lo local store in Toronto, Pet Mama is a great place. Uh, they're very kind there, and they do delivery. They have a website now, so check them out. How's everyone doing? It's another week. It's uh, uh, another Wednesday, another hump day that's right why we i know why we called it hump day but it also feels like it's a sexy day <laughs> uh but we also have a of course a new episode today with another amazing guest that's right ayaka kinagawa is here this week oh my goodness i just adore ayaka so much we've gotten to work together quite a lot this past year she's an incredible musician a very funny comedian uh and just a lovely human being and i'm very excited for you to get to know her a little bit more today on the pod but we'll get to that in just a moment i want to know how everyone's week has been how is everyone's doing how is how how was everyone's doings well how were your doings how were your new year's eve doings uh did everyone have a lovely um at home new year's this year uh it was uh mine was lovely i did a corporate gig for a fundraising show that was very fun and then my partner and I watched a little bit of the CBC Rick Mercer uh, New Year's, and we watched um, uh, Yearly Departed on Prime, which was very, very funny. A lot of wonderful female uh, comedians and actors and uh, a big surprise by a famous singer, uh, who I will not name in case you want to watch. Uh, it was very fun. It was very lovely. We also watched Soul, which just truly made me think about life a lot. Um a lot, a lot. Uh, it's a very good movie. It's very lovely. It has a good message. Um, it's very well written. It's a leading um, black character as well, which is huge. Uh, and it's very, it's Pixar. I mean, what, what a, every Pixar movie is perfect. They're perfect. I don't know how they do it. They have the best minds in the world working on these films, and it's so well animated, and it just, I sobbed like a baby at the end. Uh, so you, you're going to want to watch it, for sure, if you have Disney+. Plus, You're going to want to watch that. Uh, and uh, we, uh, my partner and I, leave for New Brunswick tomorrow. We're driving to be as safe as possible. When we get there, we're quarantining for two weeks in a little B and B, and the dog and cat aren't allowed to be there, so they get to go stay with my parents. <laughs> That'll be nice to have a little bit of break. Like I love my dog. I love my dog so much, but you know, it's like having kids. You you need a break sometimes. You just need a second. But then I'm gonna be sad after a few days because I want to snuggle her. Uh, but yeah, we're going there for we're quarantining for two weeks, and then we're staying for a couple of weeks. So that should be nice. Um, as long as everything goes to plan and everything is okay, we uh, we uh, have a couple of outdoor hikes potentially planned, which is going to be really nice. You know, obviously we want to be very safe and we're going uh, to see my parents and, you know, it is a pandemic, so we're not treating it like we're in Barbados, like many people seem to be. Uh, no one could take a year off, eh, from the Barbados uh, sun. I get it. We all want sun. Take some vitamin D. Save a life, you know? But 
that is me on that. But I'm very excited to go home and see my family. I haven't been there in three years. Um, so the drive should be interesting with a dog and a cat. Uh, myself and my dog will be on anti-anxiety medication. <laughs> so that will be fun. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm just very excited to be in the... Um, nature. I'm excited to be in nature for a little bit. I think, uh, the bustle of, even though the city's not bustling, but it still feels like you're here and it's like, there's cars constantly driving by and it's, you know, just having a break, I think will be very lovely. Um, which I know may be also selfish and saying, you know, having a break because, you know, we're all trying to stay home and be safe. Uh, and I have done that and we will continue to do that in New Brunswick. Uh, we will only be doing, you know, the things that we're allowed to do and uh, two weeks in quarantine uh, you're gonna hear uh, the progression of that from uh, <laughs> from this week until next week uh, the episode so get ready for that get ready to hear what how insane I've maybe gone because even just being in quarantine here in Toronto clearly my ramblings right now I've gone a little bit wild uh, in the in the noodle. <laughs> I don't know how everyone else is coping. I um just li been listening to a lot of music lately. I've started making Spotify playlists just for fun, mostly for me, but also I'm like, it could be fun if people also listen to playlists that I put together. Um, I have one called For Whiskey Nights in the Pines. Uh, it's a very kind of chill, but there's like rock, like very indie rock and uh, like folk uh, variety from probably, you know, the fifties up until today. Uh, I really like it. So go follow it. If that's your jam, it makes you really feel like you're in a cabin in the woods. Uh, and then I have one that I, uh, made the other day called much music video dance Y2K. So it'll just bring you back to those days of, uh, uh, going to the gymnasium and having a large screen play music videos while you dance with the boy that you're per that's you're using as your beard uh, to my heart will go on because you really want to dance with uh, the popular girl. But that's not going to happen because you're a lesbian and you don't come out until you're 26. Uh, but still, the playlist is very fun and it'll bring back nice memories. And then I just made one today for all my lesbians out there called Bluntstones, Girls, and U-Hauls. And it's all, um, for the most part, except for Robin, it's almost all... Uh, queer female artists so if you're queer and you like ladies or if you're just queer and you want some new music listen to that it's fun bluntstones girls and u-hauls and i've been making um fun little covers for them just honestly trying to pass the time as best as i can um because if my brain stays still for too long I go crazy and I already spent a couple of days watching like binge watching TV. I watched, like I said, the wilds and the, all the L words. So I needed a break from TV and I've moved to music. So if you like playlists, look them up on Spotify. It's they're pretty fun. I, I'm loving them. I'm listening to them every day. Uh, so if that's your jam, do it. Speaking of jams, I'm very excited uh, to have this incredible musical director, uh, extraordinaire. She was the uh, musical director on my talk show, A Night with Trisha Black. I work with her at Second City quite a bit. It's Ayaka Kinagawa. Let's go to that interview now. Ayaka Kinagawa, everyone. Yay! Hello. Hi, everyone. You're here. It's so nice to see you again. 
Nice to see you too. I, I was so lucky. I worked with you a lot this year. I know we worked together so much, and I I am so happy about it. It was it was so lovely. I, yeah. I'll work with you always. <laughs> Ah, please. Yeah, I, I would love to work with you forever. Like forever. You're, you're so easy to work with and you're so nice. It's just <laughs> so sweet, so nice. It's so nice to be around you all the time. So, yeah, please. It's, well, this, <laughs> it's the same for you, though. You're so nice and you're so uh-huh. sweet. And it, I think that's why we like to work with each other because we just, you know, I feel like we're both like, not like not chill, but like we're easygoing and very like personable, and yeah, I love it. I love it. And we work well together, and we just okay. came off that doing that uh, my talk show a night with Trisha Black. I could, you were the MD. My uh, Paul Schaefer uh, <laughs> <laughs> to my I think it's Letterman. I think Paul Schaefer was with Letterman, uh, but it was so much fun. And you um yeah. you you've been like killing it too, like musical directing. How long have you? I don't know this about you. I feel like we're gonna get to know each other more during this next little bit. But uh, when did you come to? Tr- when did you move to Toronto? Toronto, I moved here um, summer August twenty twelve. That's when I moved here. Are you serious? Yes, August 2012. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh. We came at the exact same time. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so I've been around, we've been around for just over eight years. Eight years, right? I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, math, right? Yeah, a, bit, a little over eight years. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. That's so wild. And you came from Japan? No. No, I lived in BC for a while. I oh, actually okay. I went to university in on Vancouver Island, and oh. yeah. So before that was everything is in Japan. My family is in Japan, still in Japan. Uh, mm. So yeah, I went to university in BC. That's why I moved to Canada, and then after university, I moved here. Okay, okay, amazing. Uh, what, what were and you were at? Were you you were taking music in? university i'm assuming <laughs> yeah 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 i did i grew up playing classical and mm-hmm. all the classical theory and everything so i entered the university as a classical music student but then my university especially i was more i guess more famous for jazz school mm-hmm. and at the time like in bc or maybe even now i don't really know <laughs> um <laughs> they, they are the only one had degree in jazz so okay. halfway through no, not even halfway through. Just like after first semester, I was like talking to my teachers. Hey, I want to learn jazz. I, yeah. I Jazz students are having more fun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, and they already knew me as a classical student. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so just they, they I, I did both. Basically, you like, did both. Yeah, like double major. But Whoa. that university only had like a diploma for classical music. So yeah, two years of like classical diploma and then four years of jazz, jazz. degree. I don't yeah. know. I don't think I knew you played jazz. <laughs> I I guess when I play improv, it's a lot to do with jazz. Like you have to improvise guess, yeah. a lot, and yeah, yeah, improvise a lot. That's like jazz. Yeah, but no, I don't consider myself as like a classical musician or jazz musician either. So right, yeah, but that's that's, that's what I studied. <laughs> but I guess yeah, I I jazz would come in so handy when you're doing improv mm-hmm. like because jazz yeah. is completely almost all about improv which is yeah. wild 100 percent. I, I would never think about that oh cosmo <laughs> cosmo's crying 
him, so he's just that's okay. <laughs> we love yeah. we love pets on this podcast. My dog barks <laughs> constantly. <laughs> And oh, you just no. got Cosmo, and Cosmo's yeah. like, what? How old is he? Like three months? It's three months now. Yeah, three crazy. Months. So little. <laughs> so little. Yeah, he's biting my toe now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. When? Why did you name him Cosmo again? Oh well, he's tiny. He's mm-hmm. very small. He's a mix of toy poodle and chihuahua. So. Right now he's tiny and he's not gonna get much bigger. Mm-hmm. So one and also he's very like black. He's a black dog. So something black like space yeah. <laughs> galaxy, I guess. And then uh, because he's so small, like wanted to have like name that's like big. Like yeah. I did not want to have him have like a cute little name. Want to have like a, like a huge name. And also I really love space going. Um, I, I wanted to be an astronaut, not a musician. So Really? <laughs> yeah. How, so long, wanted, how yeah. long did you want to be an astronaut for? Until I was in high school. And then like when I had to pick what to study, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, you know what? I, it's not me choosing NASA, even if I want to work for NASA. It's going to be NASA choosing me. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I decided not to, uh, not to pursue okay. that career. <laughs> Very, like the, I like the logic of being like, well, <laughs> I know NASA has to pick me. I can't just choose them, so yeah. they're not going to pick me. I guess I'll go with music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I went opposite. Yeah, but before that, like, I was taking, like, physics and all, all those, like, science. And, wow. yeah, I was really good at math when I was younger, <laughs> but yeah. not, any- I, not yeah, anymore. I don't not anymore. I don't do math. Oh well, jazz is kind of like math, I guess. Jazz music is kind of like math. There are certain things yeah. like in t- for music. For me, I'm like mm. I I took I had a minor in music in university. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Do I remember any of it? No. Uh, like I mean, I remember oh. bits, but absolutely not. Mm. Theory is weird to me. Like I don't. I know I'm supposed to know it, and I feel like I'll go back and I'll try to relearn a lot of theory because I want to get mm. better at like playing my instruments but Mm. theory is like math and I Mm. at a point in time in my life like you I was like really good at math when I was younger and then all of a sudden Mm. something changed in my brain and it's like it switched from one side to the other and creative became more a thing for me and Mm. music theory is is just I can't sometimes wrap my head around it Oh, yeah? I'm pretty sure you know theory, but, like, you don't think about it while you're mm-hmm. playing. Because, like, like you understand, okay, this is the G chord, this is the C chord, and then to move there, like, there's, like, four steps, or, like, that, that kind yeah. of stuff. It, it's all, like, numbers. Like, music, mm-hmm. a lot to do with numbers. And, uh, oh, yeah, I talked to one of the, uh, I guess, legendary saxophone player. His name is Wayne Shorter. Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a chance to talk to him after concert one time. And I asked him, what are you thinking while you're improvising? And just totally expecting him to say something about, okay, this is like a dominant uh, chord going into yeah. subdominant. Like all those like musical theory like things that I wanted to hear from him. At the time, I was a music student as well. I was still in university at that time. And then what he told me was like, uh, I'm, I'm just feeling 
thankful mm-hmm. that I was born as a human being so I can play music. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, wow. I was thinking of like, okay, this is the tonic and this is the yeah. dominant and the seventh yeah. chord and sharp 11. Like, I'm not thinking about theory at all. Like, I, I was like so shocked. But yeah, I think people who play music, they, they learn theory at some point or like mm-hmm. maybe not so much in an intense like academic way but like right. you have to know a little bit of theory and then it's already in you so yeah. it just comes naturally yeah that's a, what a what a like jazz musician answer <laughs> that he gave you like i just am thinking about how grateful i am that i'm a, i was born yeah. a human to play music it's like yeah so like that's how musicians like i don't know like how you feel about but like i live by music music is like mm-hmm. life like i love mm-hmm. music so much i listen to it all of the time i'm like it like i feel like that to me like above many things is what i tend to go to is music i don't know if you feel mm-hmm. the same or not i i think there it comes and goes in a way mm-hmm. um when i was younger much younger like when i was in high school i mm-hmm. was one of those high school kids um, you know, in Japan, everyone's so, um, high school kids are so, <laughs> I don't know if you have ever seen, like, <laughs> Japanese high school girls wearing, yeah. like, a uniform, like, skirts sh- so short and, mm-hmm. like, makeup and, like, everything is perfect and uh, lots of things. But I, I was more, my skirt was short, but uh, <laughs> I spent, I spent all my money collecting vinyl. Uh, in Ooh. high school and they're all like hip-hop and r&b mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I love that. so i was listening to like my favorite was dmx party app <laughs> like stuff like that so That's i didn't awesome. even i didn't even speak english but like i was so into like english uh hip-hop mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah so after i learned English I was like oh all those music I was listening they're they were very mm-hmm. intense and I would <laughs> like appreciate the lyrics now but yeah still um so that was that so when I was young like I was so into music in that mm-hmm. kind of sense and then okay now this is what I love and also since I was studying piano for such a long time okay I'm gonna study music mm-hmm. and when I was in university I was like so I was, I was, I guess, some people call it like jazz Nazi or jazz police, <laughs> jazz, jazz snob. Like I was so, also classical as well, classical music as well. I was like so snobby about music. Like, oh, I study music and like, this is my life and I'm, this is my everything. Like mm-hmm. I was so into it. And then after graduating and I was working, I think it kind of changed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the passion became your job. and. Yep. Some people say like, oh, I want to work for what I love. Then I, I never have to work. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, do, I agree. I agree. It's, it's yeah. a, I feel like that's something we tell ourselves to feel better about, you know, doing it, I guess, for money. But I mm. feel like it does. Your mind changes when you're like passion becomes your work. And, and mm-hmm. it's so interesting that you say that because I feel like a lot of times people are like, but you love what you do. So it must mm. be like the greatest thing ever and you're like yes I'm very happy that I get paid to do something I enjoy but also at the end of the day 
it still works sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are yeah. days where I'm like, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. Oh. Like, you know, like even though like mm-hmm. even though I love doing what I do, there are just some days where it's like it is a job. It's a job. Like mm-hmm. comedy to me right now is a job and I love it mm-hmm. and I'll do it on my own time. But mm-hmm. I just always find that so interesting when people think that you do your passion for as a career and you get to work in that industry. And it's like, I'm like, we're very lucky. We do get to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also at the same time, I think people forget that work is work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are a lot to, a a lot more than just playing. (laughs) That's what people see as like, Oh, you play music and that's awesome. But like there's a lot behind it, which, Mm -hmm like musicians don't don't often talk about but um that that is the work i think yes. and yeah like i bet lots of actors as well as musicians artists like we are like in front of the computer all the time like sending messages e- emailing mm-hmm. invoicing like all yeah things. <laughs> like that, that's part of the work um yeah like using fingers like playing yeah. piano but typing computer. on the computer yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the keys, the keys. The keys, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so many yeah. keys. <laughs> so many keys. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yes, music is a big, big part of my life, but how I take it is different. Um, uh, yeah, different mm-hmm. at the, the point of my, point of life or each day or each piece of music, each mu- mm-hmm. uh, piece of songs, like how I how I take it is different. Right, of course. And when you moved from BC to Toronto, mm. how did you get into improv? Oh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a very strange, but I'm so happy this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, strange in a way of I never expected it. Um, so after graduating, I was working as a musician and I played so many... Like, I played everything. And anything mm-hmm. that people pay me money, I'll be like, um, do you play rock and roll? Yeah, I'll play. <laughs> and I play. Sure. And I toured with reggae band. <laughs> like, you I toured with a reggae reg- band? Yeah, I, I did not know much about reggae. I knew Bob Marley. But yeah. like they're like, hey, you're good. Why don't you join us? And then they're like, five, six, five? Was it six-piece band, I think? Whoa. So five, five boys and me just like oh touring. Um like yeah stuff like that or like people ask me do you play funk do you play electric music do you play blues like anything country i was in a country mm-hmm. band at some point you were in a country um, band <laughs> yeah I, okay, so, i need like, to know all of these bands so i can <laughs> go look them up and find you playing country music oh that was fun yeah yeah but like yeah stuff like that and then um but i also did a lot of um uh how do you say accompaniment work mm-hmm. so yeah. i was working at the university where i studied as well they hired me as a company for like choirs or jazz ensemble stuff mm-hmm. like that as well as bunch of like local um how do you say theater productions right they hired me as a musical accompanist or keyboardist or mm-hmm. i've done like wow the bigger um production I was like assistant musical director stuff like that Mm -hmm. and and so when I was gonna move to Toronto I had no job I lined up like I I and I did not know anyone other than like few people that like I went to school with but 
um, they are also just moving here at the same time, so we not really like a connection <laughs> to give me work right. or anything like that. Yeah, but one thing I had was um, I knew where I was gonna move to. I had a place okay. already, um, yeah, set set up, and I was like, okay, I enjoy the music, and I think this is. Um, not thinking like this is gonna be my career forever, but mm-hmm. I thought of like, yeah, maybe I can make music. I can I, I can make money doing music. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what I was thinking, and then I knew where I was gonna move to. Oh, there are actually lots of theaters around that area. It was um, that in how do you say entertainment entertainment district. district yep. Yeah. So oh, that's very cool. And also, I've done so many different kinds of music, but working at the theater is the most like stable income so, mm-hmm. so, source of income so I was like oh maybe it makes sense to work at the theater and then funny thing just like I had no um how do you say connections or right. anything but just looking at like was it Craigslist or Kijiji or like something like that and then they had an like, ad of Second City uh, um, looking for uh, apprentice of a musical director musical director apprentice and I was like Second City, I don't know this place, but must be some kind of music, like theater that does musicals because they're asking for musical director apprentices. Yeah. So I emailed and um, I got the email right away. Oh, can you come for interview tomorrow or next day or something like that? Yeah. And I was like, I'm still in BC, so I'm moving in one week. So can we set the appointment uh, interview uh, like a week from now? Mm-hmm. So that was like... Four days or so after I moved to Toronto, I had interview slash audition <laughs> to be a musical director apprentice. And so that audition was like, oh, can you play uh, blues? Can you play classical? Can you play this? Can you play this style? And then, yeah, that was Kevin Frank. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you were like, yes, director. Kevin, I can play all of those. Uh, <laughs> didn't you know I was in a reggae and a country <laughs> band? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that went well and they uh they decided to have me as apprentice but my first question uh, before like okay so this is the end of the interview uh, do you have any questions and i was like so what kind of musical do you do that's like what i asked <laughs> and then he's like don't you know we don't do musicals uh we do improv do you know what improv is uh, i don't know what improv is i play jazz um and then so that's how i got into improv <laughs> That's so funny that you didn't even know you thought it was a musical theater company. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, They didn't just like be like when you went in, be like, you know what this is for, right? Like explain to you. I researched, of course, like uh, it's a job interview basically. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to research this uh, theater. And then I saw, yeah, I I didn't understand. It says improv at some point, I think, but I didn't know what improv was other than the context of music mm-hmm. so yeah that's why like i did i didn't understand <laughs> so really? i asked that's yeah. so wild and then, yeah it was wild in that sense and then um so the part of apprenticeship is like okay if you're gonna be a musical directly improv shows you have to know how to mm-hmm. do improv a little bit so you have to take classes and and that's how I got into like being on stage, right. like taking classes as well. But I hated it so much. I hated you it. Did I hated it so much? 
It's uh, my class was Saturday afternoon, and by Thursday evening, I'm like nauseated. I don't want to go to my class. I don't want to go to improv class. That's oh. how much I didn't like it. But um, at some point, it flipped, and mm-hmm. I like it, and I love it, and now I do it. <laughs> yeah, and you're very good at it, and you're very funny. Oh, thank you. you I'm just, learning. I'm you just learning. needed a. I don't know who who flipped you or what teacher who was it did it for you, but uh, I feel like you know that's. I'm glad they did because you're so mm. funny. Uh, I I also love that you're you're so. Well, I mean, you're such a talented musician, but also like being like going to you and being like, "Hey, Ayaka, I've got this idea for a song. Um, it might sound like this," and then you go away for like a night and come back and it's perfect. <laughs> like, Aww. like it's so incredible your your um, ability to adapt to what people are asking of you is amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I love that. I actually love uh, doing exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. For like, people come up with like, okay, this is the idea, and then like, can you make it more into like sh- shape it yeah. into shape like actual yeah. song? Yeah, I love doing that, and I love. I love playing with people. I love collaborating with mm-hmm. people. I love like sharing ideas for music. I think it's a lot to do with like studying jazz because mm-hmm. classical musicians. When I was only playing classical music, it didn't happen much. It's always like by myself in the practice room, just like right. myself, myself and Chopin or myself yeah. and Beethoven. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, but like with jazz, like you have to listen to each other. You have mm-hmm. to. You have to. Yeah, like. Uh, has respect each other's yeah. ideas and stuff like that. So yeah, it was a good practice for me to yeah learn all those music, and now I can talk with actors or mm-hmm. non musicians, but make their songs seem to shape. Yeah, yeah, it's, I love it. It is it, I, the more you talk about jazz and how much it, it it is so related to like improv and sketch and that idea of like having to collaborate, listening to mm-hmm. each other, and I, I guess I never really put it together that jazz is so much improv like it is mm-hmm. it's, it's the same thing it's just mm-hmm. one's on stage and one's music like that's crazy <laughs> i don't know my brain is now like oh yeah wow and i love jazz have you seen them um, mm-hmm. have you watched the new disney movie soul no i haven't you should it's very good and it's he's a it's a jazz musician it's very i, I cried oh. it will make you think about life oh. It will make you think okay. about life, but it's very cute. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Soul? Soul. Soul. Yeah, soul. Yeah. It's very good. Um, when Are you still into, like, DMX? Like, is that still your, like, go-to music? <laughs> DMX? You know, what's funny is every Christmas for the past few years, I listen to his, uh, he mm. sings Rudolph the Red Nose Range. Yep. <laughs> I listen to that, so I remember him. But sometimes, I don't know, not really DMX, but I still listen to lots of hip-hop that I, like, have vinyl in Japan. Like, I, mm. I didn't bring all my um, vinyl here. But, uh, yeah, Outkast, I had a bunch Outcast. of their records. <laughs> I think they're amazing. Uh, Jill Scott. Wow, Jill Scott, yes. Yeah, I had a bunch of, like, Disney's Child albums, too. Um, yeah, I still think they're amazing. And yeah, what else? Hip hop. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh, Tupac, 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 uh, Snoop Dogg. 
uh, Dr. Dre, like all those people. I, I still listen to them. I don't really yeah. agree with the lyrics for <laughs> many things now right, that I yes. understand. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Are you what's what's your like what are you listening to now? Like I know you're big on Black Pink, right? And BTS. Black <laughs> BTS. I yeah, I listen to them sometimes. But twice not. twice is my uh K pop idols, twice. I think. They, okay. Because there are nine girls, but three of them are Japanese and mm. it's so hard to live abroad and be that successful. <laughs> like, yeah. They were they work so hard. So yeah, but like Music wise, they like K pop is not always like my right. taste. But um their lifestyle really moves me. How mm. how much like they work so hard, they're so young and they have to be perfect and but they find joy and happiness through mm-hmm. that. I think that's incredible. Uh K K R and B, I listen to that a, a lot. So not really K-pop, but no, like R and B, R and B, R and B. Yeah, and it's funny. I found uh, someone told me, or I read somewhere that uh, Neo Soul, like early two thousand, like D'Angelo and th- those guys, mm-hmm. um, their songwriters, maybe not D'Angelo, but like songwriters yeah. for Neo Soul, they are like, okay, now like Neo Soul is not as popular in North America, and then they started. Con- um, how do you say contributing like song, yeah. songs in Korea? So that's why like I love oh. Neo Soul and K K R and B reminds me of Neo Soul sometimes yeah. and then like there's like a connection like that mm-hmm. too. Crazy, yeah. yeah. So I like that. Yeah, yeah. Co- Korea's music scene is amazing. Yeah, they're um, really pumping out some like incredible and like like br- I guess like bringing it to the Western world. I guess. <laughs> Like I'm sure they're like super even more popular over there, but it's I love that they're starting to like come over into mm. our world. Like I know I think of Anne Pornell and how obsessed she is with BTS yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing, amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. so great. Have you been yeah. home in a long time? Like, have you been to Japan in a while? I was in Japan. Last time I was there was. April 2019. Mm-hmm. I tried to go back every year at least. Right. And yeah, of course this year I couldn't go back. But if if there's no COVID, then yeah, I would have been there this year. Yeah. And what's... I've never been to Japan. T- t- tell mm-hmm. me, if should I go? <laughs> yes! I think anyone... Like, I don't know. Maybe because... Um, because I'm Japanese and people tell me that but anyone who has been to japan tells me like that was like the best country they visited yeah okay (laughs) i've always wanted to like what's the best part of japan like where's the best part to go um i'll say if you are from canada go to tokyo for sure Mm -hmm. that's like downtown core tokyo and then like it's so different it's that that city I'm sure, like, with COVID and everything now, it's yes, different. It's, but yeah. um, normally, like, that never, that, that city never sleeps. It's crazy. Like, uh, like when I go back mm-hmm. and I still hang out with my friends, just like, okay, uh, it's 12.30 or, one, like, close to 1, p, uh, 1 a.m. is, mm-hmm. like, last train. And usually that's a sign. Like, if you miss last train, we have to wait till the first train. Which means we are gonna keep karaoke, keep doing karaoke, wow. or keep drinking, and yeah. So I had spent so many nights until like five a.m., six a.m. just drinking. 
Like that that's not that's normal for me. That sounds that that's normal. I feel like you you fit well into Canada then. I feel like that's <laughs> big scene here is everyone just partying until Yeah, just <laughs> partying. Hours. Yeah. That's so, crazy. so yeah, and then there is the technology is so advanced. Like for me, I mm. get like culture shock every time like each year I go back I'm like mm-hmm. why is this why, why is this happening what like this is like oh I never imagined this can happen like so many like technological like right uh, yeah thing, well they're things. so adva- they're so advanced it's like it's ins- mm-hmm. it's wild like they you know I feel like in terms of technology like they're creating things at a at a speed that no one else can keep up with you know mm-hmm. like yeah. which is so amazing which is amazing they're, they're so, it's so like it proves like to their intelligence and their you know the way th- it works so it works differently over there than it does in the western world <laughs> <laughs> i think they are just um they're the technology wise i think like china or korea or india mm-hmm. or like brazil those, those places like catching up or even like much more advanced than, yeah. than Japan nowadays. Like there are so many countries. Like before, I think Japan was always like, okay, like we are the top of the mm-hmm. like science, whatever technology. And then now, now it's not. Now it's not. I don't. Oh, I don't not? think Japan is the very top. Yeah, but the thing about Japanese culture is everyone um, grow up in a culture of like, uh, how can I explain? Perfectionist in yeah. a way. Like they pick one thing and they like That's become it. like expert in it, yeah. and and like a little uh, detail, like how to say, pay, paying attention to the details. Yeah, so yeah. much that like you know, like origami is a good example. Like mm-hmm. if if it's like one millimeter off, then the final product becomes like oh, this is not <laughs> as good. good yeah. yeah, yeah. So. It's just like everyone just pay attention so much to the details and becomes like master of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the technology may not be uh, the top level anymore, or maybe it is still like up there, but mm-hmm. still, you know, there are more competitions nowadays. But the the how to say it, the mind mindset the, yeah mindset yeah. yeah of like some some kind of like perfection like perfectionism that, that's like yeah perfectionism it's like a Japanese culture mm-hmm. to me and yeah like when when I go back to Japan and sometimes I go join like jazz session jazz jazz jam sessions yeah. at like jazz clubs just go show up and like okay I play piano can I put my name in a bucket or whatever yeah. and then like those like accountants or like bankers like the, or carpenters they play jazz and they are like semi-professional they're like like mm-hmm. how do you have time to do this and <laughs> Yeah, everybody yeah, works yeah. their their work their like you said mindset and their work ethic because of mm. that perfectionism. It's like it has to mm. be perfect, so they mm. work. They, I mean, I I wish I had a little bit of that. Like I find like mm. I'll get I'll get decent at something and then I'll be like, well, my brain wants it to be perfect, but I don't have the I don't have the not capacity, but the um the like power to like sit and practice it for Mm. hours and hours and hours and hours like I get Mm. so like my I don't know if I have ADHD or something but I get distracted so easily um Mm. and my brain I think my brain is also like ah well it'll come I'll figure it out (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
I, I might be, yeah, I might be like that too. Like I'm, maybe that's why like I did so many different genres of music mm-hmm. instead of like just becoming like, okay, I'm a perfect <laughs> jazz yeah. musician. I'm, I'm like the top of the classical world. Yeah. But yeah, I've met so many people who work so hard in their own field mm-hmm. and then like have a hobby that's like semi-professional Crazy. level of things, like even fishing or like, yeah. I don't know, like painting or whatever. Like it, it's, mm-hmm. it's um, yeah, very different mindset than like, yeah, other places I have lived. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the work, I feel like it's a work ethic thing too, like of that yeah just in the back of their brain like i have to be the best of the best at this thing which i guess is like really interesting but then also maybe you don't get to explore there's negative sides to it too because then you don't get Mm -hmm. to like you said like you wanted to do multiple genres of music so maybe Mm -hmm. if you had been if you had just stuck with classical then i might not know you and that's yeah that's so true that's so true so true if I only studied classical, probably I'm back in Japan working at some kind of office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably already have two kids and a house and like, okay. That, yeah, that could have been my life for sure. Crazy. Yeah. It, it's so crazy how the world works and like the choices we make and how it like mm-hmm. puts us on a path to where we are now. Because I always mm-hmm. think back, like when I was in university, I... I I started out, I was in university for five years because I couldn't figure out exactly what I wanted. Mm. Like, I started out, I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. That's it. I love working with, like, I loved working with, like, kids, and I loved, you know, like, giving them knowledge and and all of that. And so I was like, I'm going to be a theater, like, I love theater, so I was like, I want to be a theater Mm. English teacher. And then in Mm. university, I was like, I don't like essays uh, <laughs> and I was like I don't like doing this I didn't like how even though like English and like reading it's supposed to be like your own opinion and how you see the book but at the end of the day it was still like y- the professor was like but no there's one correct answer to this this mm. is what the author was saying and I was like but I don't s- this is how I see it so I didn't like that <laughs> then I was like I'm gonna go into business because I want to have my own theater company someday so I tried business and I was like, yeah. math, I don't like. <laughs> uh, and then I eventually settled. I was like, what are the things I like to do? So I did a triple, like triple minor uh, just to get my degree. And I did it in theater, uh-huh. his music, and then history because I loved history. And sh- writing mm-hmm. in Chicago style for essays was a lot easier because it was more factual based. Um mm. But I, in that time period between my first and second year, I was like, I'm just going to leave here and I'm going to go to film school. So I applied Mm. to a bunch of film schools. I had gotten into film school and I was going to move to Vancouver. And then I, a last minute decision was like, I, no, I don't, like, I think I was too scared or something. And I stayed, Mm -hmm. but then that's when I met um, my friend Justin Collette. And he and I became really good friends. And then a couple years later, he started an improv company uh, in Sackville uh, that we did uh, in his, for his final year of university. So we did an improv show every week, and it was mm. the best thing that's ever happened to the point where oh. I moved to Chicago with him. And then Whoa. we studied at Second City together there in Chicago. And yeah. then I moved back and then moved to Toronto. But it's like it's those little things where you're like, man, if I had gone to film school, I wouldn't have met any of the mm. people that I love. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> my life would have been completely different. So it's mm-hmm. like... It's so interesting. I just, I don't know. I got a little philosophical on us, but. 
Mm, no, I love that. I love that. Yeah, all the choices you're making, even like right now, like why did we decide to do this in the morning? Yeah, Maybe at 11 like a.m. Because <laughs> you, <laughs> you picked it, Ike. <laughs> you yeah. chose this time. I did, I did. I, I I chose it because I feel like if I have something to commit to in the morning, I know I'm going to make more today, yes. like doing something later. I agree, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, small choices. It's just like the piling up to make, make like this path for everyone and... Yeah, anything like today I'm gonna open my uh, I don't know door like entrance door with my left hand instead of my right hand. Maybe that's gonna make us like a change on yeah. something. Like all those small, small, tiny, mm-hmm. tiny choices, decisions will just bring you something. Yeah. And you're, you're yeah. you said you wanted to be an astronaut, but do you believe in like <laughs> alternate universes and like like do you think that there's like another version of us who you just chose classical and I chose to go to film school? <laughs> wow. Oh, there, then there will be so many like so parallel many. universe. Like, like, I don't know why, like I'm still in Canada. Like I, like, I could just stay in Japan or I was actually like, um, I was going to move to the States and mm-hmm. then like last minute I decided to come to Canada and yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. That's so complicated for so complicated. 11 a.m. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. I'm getting yeah. so... Uh, you You got me up early, so my brain is working crazy <laughs> right now. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I, know, I like, don't know. <laughs> I heard, like, some poets, like, meet, like, very early in the morning mm-hmm. while, like, they're still, like, kind of, like, asleep and then, like, talk about, like, their philosophy. If poets and, like, philosophers, like, as yeah. well, I guess. Um, yeah, and then, like, then, like, great ideas come because because you're not, like, so conscious of your own choices, mm-hmm. decisions, and, yeah, interesting things come up. So maybe that's the <laughs> episode yeah. today. <laughs> I find that happens to me in the night. Like, I'm a night mm-hmm. owl. I don't know if, I don't know how you are, but I find usually it's crazy because I'll get tired at, like, 10 o'clock and I'll be like well I should go to bed soon and then at like 11 30 my brain goes but you've got this great idea you gotta work on it (laughs) yes oh I'm exact same I I was actually up till four yesterday or this morning (laughs) I'm I'm uh, yeah if you want to categorize me I'm categorized as a night owl yeah same I was up till three, so we chose early, knowing we were, knowing we're night owls. We chose an eleven a.m. podcast meeting. It's great! It's amazing. Today's gonna be fun. Like now, like I get so in, in, how do you say, energy energized. Yeah, I'm energized, energized now too. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, I also I wanted to talk too quickly about how mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know how long ago it was, but you had a documentary or a film crew following you. Remember? <laughs> Yeah, I did. I what did. was what oh. was that? Yeah, uh, that was from Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like this TV show in Japan that they, um, I guess they make short like 30 minute documentary of people uh, living abroad, mm-hmm. and yeah, they just like the film crew come from Japan and just follow them around and <laughs> make a documentary. But it's a funny way of making documentary. It's funny. That way of the way of seeing that person's life 
through the parents or someone close in Japan. Mm-hmm. So in my case, it was like they filmed everything that I do here and then edited it. And then this famous comedian in Japan went to my mom's house wow. and then showed that film to my mom and then filmed my mom. So yeah, the clips of Cute. me. Yeah, and clips of her and then a famous comedian just like small squares, like as they're watching what I do at the second <laughs> city and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, that was that the TV show. That's so cool. Are you are you yeah. like a Japanese famous? No, not at all. Not at all. Not no, at no, all. you have a document. But... Somebody made a documentary about you. That's huge. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that's funny. huge. It is, uh, it was actually very meaningful for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they found me somewhere on the internet because that, like, I sometimes I get um, interviewed for, right. yeah, living abroad or even like within Toronto, like people interview me as a Japanese person working in um, entertainment industry mm-hmm. or stuff like that. And yeah, or Japanese, like people in Japan um, interview me or, yeah, stuff like that. So those right. people found one of those interviews somewhere on the internet. And then, oh, this person sounds interesting. So let's just follow her around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was funny because I do so, I guess I do a lot of different things at I different do. places. They said they filmed, oh, I don't remember the exact numbers, but like following, following is a weird way of saying Yeah, that. but they did. Yeah. <laughs> Film, <laughs> filming like one person for each episode and they filmed me the longest hours and so like it was the hardest one to edit is what wow. they told me especially like improv is like it, it if it's like uh they wanted to have like 10 seconds of like example of improv and then like the clip is all talking about canadian reference or something then like yeah. people in japan don't understand so like right. yeah they they said they filmed me the most out of like how many episodes whatever they have well you're busy you do so much it's it's incredible (laughs) i love it i love it yeah you love it i love that i love love that and i love you i do oh oh, trisha and this is something don't japanese people say but i love you i said it i said it and (laughs) it's recorded it's recorded i have it now forever (laughs) and take take that take that japan (laughs) I know, outcast. Yeah. I got you. I got the reverence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like, I have never said I love you to my mother or my mom. Like, I don't think she has ever said to me since I was, I don't know, like, may- maybe when I was a baby, maybe she, that, she, she said that to me, but like, we don't say that to each other. Is it, it's no. not, it's not like part of, like, I guess it's a cultural thing or. It's cultural, cultural. Yeah. yeah, cultural for sure. And my family is a little bit different too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I okay. guess. Yeah, like I don't, like we are close, but not close. Like right. I, I don't share my personal things with my mother. Um, yeah, it's, okay. uh, but it's definitely cultural. Uh, I don't know, like even within friends, I don't mm-hmm. think I have ever said like, I love you or any right. kind of like translation to that to my friends. Even even like I want to say to my friends in Japan, I miss you, but I don't even have the words for it. <laughs> right. like, yeah. Interesting. It, yeah. It, the culture is very different. In very that different. Sense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm well, the opposite where like my friends and I, all we do is tell each other we love each other and that we oh, miss each other. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's be- If you feel it, tell them. 
done. Like you've I got think to. that that's yeah, it's you've that's beautiful. I know, and some people are like, don't throw the L word around. And I'm like, well, it's like, I don't know, there's different types of love, right? And it's like, I feel, <laughs> I don't know, it's like, what am I going to say? I really like you. I Like, I don't know, cause I, uh, that's, but that's not the word that I want to convey. Because I'm like, I feel like we're closer than an I like you, you know? like. <laughs> so thank you for telling me you love me. And it's on this yeah. audio recording, so I'll have it forever. <laughs> And I'm very blessed, uh, and I love working with you. And would you like to do uh, lightning round questions with me? Whoa! Okay, hopefully I'm awake enough now. Okay, you got it. It won't be hard. Okay, okay. I ask this every episode, but what is your biggest party fail? So, like the uh, moment where you've like, like, failed at a party. Like you had a like a a moment you never want to (laughs) remember. Oh well, I remember. Uh, all the things like even if I'm like really really drunk or, or something yeah. I, I remember uh, I don't lose memories but uh, my 21st birthday yeah. my own birthday party I was drinking so much that like <laughs> it, it ended in one hour and then like I just like puked and crashed and and like I had to go back to bed and it was at my own house and then like they're like in, in this like apartment there are like at least like 30 people it was like packed in my apartment yeah. and, like everyone's like having so much fun and but like and, like i ended in one hour and i went to have a nap and then came back like before 12 oh and my like goodness. where's everyone everyone's left like <laughs> what were you yeah. drinking i think everything <laughs> everything uh, i don't even like no like i know i i'm i think i'm a little bit allergic to beer so uh-huh. like as soon as I start drinking beer, I get so red, and yeah, probably I true. mixed. Yeah, I I mixed with I don't know wine and whiskey and <laughs> tequila and like everything. People giving me shots and stuff like that. Sounds yeah, like twenty first so, birthday. <laughs> yeah, so I have a clip of me singing the choir, the song from the choir that I was in, that one hundred people choir, and like <laughs> I can hear B flat. See, see, I can hear B flat. Like there's like a video of me saying, I can hear B flat. But when you listen to it, it's actually B natural. <laughs> You're just a little bit, you're just a little bit sharp. Just a little bit sharp. I love that. Oh my goodness. That's so funny. Okay. If COVID wasn't existing right now and you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? I'll go to Morocco. I was going to spend my birthday in Morocco. I tried to like spend my birthday at different, I love traveling. I love traveling. That's lovely. And this Mm, this year I was gonna go to Morocco, but it didn't happen. Yeah. No. Oh, I know. But next year maybe, hopefully, you can go to Morocco. Hopefully, hopefully, yes. Hopefully, hopefully. fingers crossed. I, I've never, I'm not a big traveler. I don't know if I just like got. I've always been nervous to fly. I'm a nervous person. Uh, my anxiety, mm. I think, held me back, and now all I want to do is travel. This pandemic oh. has only made me want to travel places. Mm. Uh, uh, and just, I'll just get a pill for the plane, and I'll, it'll knock me out. <laughs> I won't know plane, that I'm... Yeah, plane crashes doesn't happen as often as car crash. I know, you know? it's like, crazy yeah. when you think about it. But I'm afraid of heights, so heights are the issue. Oh, I see. Uh, well, so I go, I'm thousands of feet in the air. You can you can take cruise, cruise. But also the ocean scares me. I love what? the ocean. Yeah, I, I travel in general. The only travel that doesn't make me nervous are cars and trains. Ah, I wonder, like... We, 
Although I think I'd rather awesome. I think I'd rather fly than take a cruise. I think I'd fly mm. over a cruise. I uh, see. I love the ocean because I'm from the East Coast. So mm. like I love the ocean. I love being mm. around it. I just don't mm. want to be in the depths of it. <laughs> yeah, that scares me. I worked on a cruise ship uh, mm. with the Second City yeah. before. So like now I love the ocean, but like every time like I'm like middle of nowhere and thinking like okay this can be as deep as like I see the moon. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I never know. It's like you don't. yeah, the depth depth scares me for sure. We know but, more about mm. space than our own ocean. Yeah, that's what we say. Yeah. But if you decide to travel anywhere, let me know. And if it lines up, I would love to uh, show you around. I love yes. I would love yeah, to travel. I, I was talking to Anne Pornell, too. I was. We were talking about having a travel show that we want to do someday. So maybe you should be Whoa. also a part of it. Uh, <laughs> I would love that. I love it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Let's. Yeah. We're gonna travel together. It's gonna be amazing. We're gonna. We'll go to all of the places. I love that idea. I love that. Um, I love that. Okay. If you could only play one type of music for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Oh, that's tough. Mm -hmm. Wait. To play like me playing or listening like you play. Perform. Yeah. Whoa. That. Whoa. That's hard. <laughs> I knew it was going to be a tough one. What? That's difficult. Um, that's difficult. Yeah. If, if it's, wait, in front of people or, or by myself? And all, all of it. You can only all? play one type of music for the rest of your life. What would it be? Wow. I think I have to say classical music. Yeah. Specifically like Chopin yeah. or like Beethoven my favorite mm -hmm. classical composers um, because they keep me so busy. Like once yeah. I start practicing, it's like I get so into it and stuff. Everything else, like I love performing like rock and roll, like mm -hmm. funk or like, you know, stuff like that. Funk is fun. Um, mm -hmm. Or like even like top 40 to perform in front of people and make them dance. I love yeah. that. But at home, I don't really practice that. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and now it, music. If you could only listen to one type of music for the rest of your life, what would you listen to? Whoa, why? Killing Ayaka. Killing Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Um, wow, that's also hard. Yeah. Uh, can I combine? Like, yes, yes. Uh, I'll let you. I'll <laughs> let you. Okay. I might say hip hop. Pop R&B. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a good combo. That's hard. It's hard. I, I, I know. Yeah, I also love like listening to like seventies rock and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, oh, so hard. If I if I yeah, if I get to listen to Snoop Dogg, but not being able to listen to Let's separate for the rest of my life. That's a tough life. That's a tough That's life. A, yeah. Okay. I'll give you. I'll, okay. Okay. How about we change the? How about we change the question? Okay. Hmm. You're on a d deserted island, and you can only yeah. take five artists' albums with you. What five hmm. would you take? Oh. <laughs> I tried to make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Albums. Oh, that's. Oh, so hard. I okay, think... okay, okay. Well, then, okay. How about, <laughs> how about this? You're on a deserted island. You can only mm -hmm. take the repertoire of five artists. What five artists do you take with you? Oh, 
Mm, okay. Um, I will say one. I think one is a tribe called Quest. Yep. Uh, yeah, cute tip. Cute, <laughs> I walked. Oh my god, I walked the uh, aisle when I got the. I did the civil wedding oh. at the city hall. Mm-hmm. I played a song by Q Tip. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, so that's very meaningful. Yes. Uh, yeah. So tribe quest. Um. Oh, this is also hard. Uh, I think I will sneak in some kind of classical music. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, this is hard, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, something, um, yeah, I would say, uh, I, I think I'll play, oh, I think it's 2001 or 2002, maybe 2003 or 2004, New Year concert that happens in Vienna. It's uh, uh, Seiji Ozawa is a Japanese conductor. He conducted mm-hmm. this New Year's concert. So I'm going to bring that album. I listen to the album so much. It's like a, a Vienna Symphony Orchestra. Okay. Uh, yeah. That. So that, yeah. So that will cover my classical knees. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Wow, maybe I'll sneak in, sneak in, squeeze in, uh, Bob Marley, maybe. Yep. Uh, if it's a tropical island, I must listen to reggae. You got and it. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, two more? Two, two more, yeah. Um, wow, this is difficult. Yeah, it's hard. I didn't I know, think it was going to be this difficult. Because I don't know if I could choose either. It's a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause wow, I, feel, I, I feel like we're also similar in that we want to have variety too. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, I think I'll do D'Angelo. Okay. Uh, I, I really enjoy yeah, his like group. D'Angelo. Yeah, uh, and then like his uh, bass player Pino Palladino, mm-hmm. his group is like, meh, like yeah. it's yeah, it's gonna keep me going for fifteen years on the island. And uh, what else? One more. One, one more. Yeah, one more. One more. Wow, this is very difficult. I'm taking it too seriously. So I know. I I, but it's so, like, look, if somebody asked me, I also would be taking this long. Like, I, I don't, I'm trying to think right now. The only album I can think that I would want to bring is Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. That would be, I would want to bring Fleetwood Mac's, not even the Rumors. I'd want to bring The Dance by Fleetwood Mac. I wouldn't even want Rumors. I'd want The Dance because it has the, the best uh, songs. And then i bring... No Fences by Garth Brooks. <laughs> Taking a long time. Um, uh, let me think. What else? Who else would I bring? I'd probably bring. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. So hard, so hard. I think I would bring uh, Harvey Hancock. Um, okay. Yeah, so because he covers so much of like jazz, but like mm-hmm. different kinds of jazz. Yep. Yeah, I'll bring he, his thing. Yeah. I'd bring the Big Chill album it's one of my favorite albums of all time best movie soundtrack Aww. ever <laughs> best That's movie soundtrack nice. i probably would bring some classical with me mm. oh i probably you know what the be- the best of john williams is what i'd bring slash movie soundtrack not classical but yeah and then one That's more. Great. i don't even know what the last one would be maybe al green oh the best yeah, of al That's green. Good. 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's it's hard. But then I'm like, but then there's so many others. Yeah, it was a tough question. I shouldn't have asked it. (laughs) I shouldn't have asked that question. I'm so sorry. I put you through that. Love it. I have understanding myself. Yeah, Yeah, we're understanding yourself. (laughs) Planning, planning about myself. Okay, I have one final question. Okay. Okay, so the party's over. Everybody's going home. Everyone had a great time. How do you want to be remembered at the party? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm killing you. I'm killing Ayaka here. Yeah. It's like how people think of me when I die. Mm-hmm. Like I had something like similar question at like another podcast like interview kind of thing once. Yeah. And I, I I what what did I say at the time? I think I said something like I just want people to well, I don't want people to like obligate it to remember me when I die. Of course, yes. uh, <laughs> uh, this is just at a party. Talks. It's not when you die. So <laughs> it's just at the party. Oh yeah, at the party, at the party. I want people to remember me as like, oh, that was like um uh fun, but uh fun but nice time. Fun, like you know, fun can be yeah. um. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. Like, I, I love big animal parties, savage yes. parties, but also I love, like, learning about each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, like chill, um, like, chill, like, parties where you, like, yeah. get to talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, but, like, it's so deep and, like, philosophical yeah. and spiritual and, like, all those parties. I love that, too. I just want people to feel warm, mm-hmm. like, when I leave. Like, I not that. about, like... Not about like all oh, her personalities and this and this and mm-hmm. this. It's it's more of that like feeling of warmth. I yes. think that that's what I want them to feel. And I love that. That's true. Uh, I feel like that's what is what people feel when you are around is warmth. Oh, you, <laughs> good. You you do you you uh, you give that off. And also, I love that you called uh, big parties animal parties. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know what an animal party is. Um. Animal party. I, 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 I love any kind of parties. Yeah. I love it. I know. Well, when, when this whole pandemic is over, we will throw the biggest animal party the world's ever seen. We will have yeah. the best time, and we will <laughs> drink and be merry. And until then, I, uh, I will just, I guess, continue to see you on Zooms and do online yes. shows with you. And I love yes. that. And I love seeing with you. And I love the... Now we've got to work with each other so much this year. It's been so lovely. Yeah. This podcast so has been lovely. so lovely. Where uh, where should people check you out on the interwebs? Interwebs. Um, or socials. Uh, socials. I guess I do have Insta account, which I don't use, use Instagram yeah. that much. But like, if you would like to check out what I do, uh, my Insta is at ayaka, A-Y-A-K-A dot Kinugawa, K-I-N-U-G-A-W-A. Uh, yeah, I don't post many things, but <laughs> check it out. <laughs> but when when she does, it's great. <laughs> and do you have uh, do you have like a YouTube or anything? Because I know we're we're gonna play yes. a song of yours at the end of this podcast. Yes, YouTube channel is also. I don't even know my hand, handle name. Or well, just look up Ayaka Kinagawa. On. Yes, yes. And there are a few like uh, funny videos that I made years ago. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have many things on the That's, internet. You don't have to be sorry for anything. You can also Ayaka does just incredible music. Just look her up on all the things, and uh, she's amazing. And we love yeah, we, we love her. You. We enjoy working with her. Well, thank you for getting up at 11 a.m. that you chose. Thank you. That was yeah, your I, choice. I did too. Today is going to be a great day. Now I'm in good mood talking yes. about myself so much. Oh, my gosh. Well, good. I'm glad Thank I you for listening. good mood. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Ayaka. We'll see you soon. Mwah. Thank you. Mwah. Ayaka Kinagawa, everyone. Oh, my goodness. What a delight. I can't believe she told me she loved me. And I, it makes me so happy because uh, she is wonderful. And uh, I truly do love her very, very much and appreciate all of the hard work that she does um, when we work together. Uh, she's very talented. So follow her, even though she doesn't do social media very much. Follow her on Instagram at ayaka.kinagawa. Uh, or on YouTube, you can look her up. She has an, uh, some incredible, very funny songs, a uh, very, very talented human being. So, you know, check them out. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at it's underscore Trisha Black. Also on TikTok under the same at it's underscore Trisha Black. I'm trying TikTok. We'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> also on YouTube.com slash Trisha Black for all sketches and musics and things. I'm thinking about doing some live mini concerts, so they will be there. Uh, you will know when those happen. I will share them on the social media. Uh, as well as if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it's at one more round podcast or on Twitter at the one more round, uh, follow, uh, the sonar network as well. We are of course under the umbrella of the sonar network. They have some incredible, incredible podcasts out right now. So check them out at the sonar network as well. If you are loving the pod, the best way to help support us is by leaving a rating or a review. So people who are passing through can be like, what's this podcast like? And then you go, here's an example of what you'll get in this podcast from your review. Uh, but if you hate the podcast, as I say every week, you know, let your enemies know about it. Maybe they'll like it. Uh, and then because you hate it for some reason, it's like two birds with one stone. You're helping me out and you're helping yourself. Uh, so <laughs> let's try that. And of course, we'll see you next week. We're going to have another amazing guest. I hope everyone has a safe and healthy week, and I can't wait to see you on Wednesday. And of course, no East Coast Kitchen Party is ever complete without a musical number to say so long, farewell. Uh, and this is by Ayaka Kinagawa. It, uh, if you don't like swearing, you're not going to want to listen to this. Uh, it is about the F word, so, uh, <laughs> but it's very funny. So, so let's listen, and we'll see you next week. Hi, my name is Ayaka Kinagawa, and English is not my first language. When I was in ESL, one of the first and the most useful words that I learned was the word fuck. It is such a completed word with so many meanings, and it holds multitudes of emotions and passion. It is such a powerful and a magical word. According to Oxford Dictionaries, the word can be used as a noun or a verb. It means to have sexual intercourse, but also means to damage something. So if I say fuck you, it means I'll damage you. But if I say fuck it, it means I damage my future. And if I say I will fuck you, it means I'll make love to you without any love. You know, that's like fuck buddies or the night before your divorce gets finalized. It's a powerful word, it's a magical word. Fuck, 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 fuck. It's a powerful word, it's a magical word. Fuck, 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 fuck. Use it for emphasis, like I fucking love you. That means I adore you in a douchey way. Or you can say I'm drunk as fuck. It means 
since you are in danger of sexting your ex Fuck someone over means to be unfair That's a job description of a politician Fuck something up means to do a bad job That's also a job description of a politician Fuck.